Our speaker is uh, Dr. Joe Dunn, and he's uh, no stranger to the alumni network of the Malone uh, Faculty Fellows in Arab and Islamic Studies. We took him to Saudi Arabia. Uh, we first met when we had a speaker's bureau, and he uh, had a number of outstanding outsiders to his college, where he's been teaching for decades now at uh, Converse College in Spartanburg, uh, South Carolina, and it's perhaps one of the few remaining all-women's uh, colleges uh, in the United States. Now, he's unique in numerous ways, uh, and he's going to talk about this leadership development program that we have to try to train the next generation of Arabists, those who will manage the Arab-U.S. relationship in the period ahead and place it on a firmer footing than it's been than it is or it's likely to be unless we have enough good people uh, working to make it happen on both sides. Uh, he's used this as a recruiting tool, the model Arab League, and we'll let him tell you about it. Joe Dunn. Thank you, John. I will be brief because there are many more important people to be speaking than me. I've been a college professor for a very long time. John alluded to that. I've been a college professor for 45 years. I know you can't tell that by looking, but um, 39 at my present institution, a small women's college of a little over 700, uh, 700 students. I am, and I don't think there's any question, I am the senior person involved in Model Arab League. Um, uh, this is my 27th year. I have survived over many, many, many people. I say in, uh, um, well, first, I'm a slight bit of immodesty. I've been a teacher for 45 years, and I've, I've had great success uh, in winning a few awards. I've won a national um, political science teaching award. I've won, uh, the, I was a finalist for the National Teacher of the Year, National Professor of the Year, and the South Carolina Professor of the Year, and a few others. I say that because I think I know a little bit about, a little bit about what classroom teaching is about, and I can say this unequivocally. In my 45 years uh, in the classroom, there is no activity that has been more valuable, more valuable service to my students, more valuable in developing those students than Model Arab League. I said 27 years. Um, I could go on. I, I'm the director of the Southeast, uh, the Southeast Model Arab League. I have helped to start and run a model in uh, Jordan and Dubai. I'm also, in another, I'm also the managing director of the International Model NATO, so I know a little bit about this kind of, uh, this kind of stuff. The list, I could, I could take the rest of my time here listing the students that have come out of this, that come out of this program and doing the kinds of things that they do. I'm exceptionally proud of them. But just to give you a, <clears throat> just a couple of quick examples, the political officer in Baghdad uh, right now is, uh, is uh, one of my students. I have a student who served two, uh, two tours in the Air Force in Iraq, uh, helping to develop uh, post-war Iraq. Another student that, uh, that uh, was involved in developing uh, the Kurdistan regional, uh, regional government, two tours there, one with the government, one in private um, industry. All kinds of foreign service officers, um, NGOs, uh, Peace Corps, on and on and on. I could 
you know, ready for a long time with, uh, with uh, the stories of what they have done, and I'm extremely proud of it. As I said, we have, 700, we have a small college of about 700 students. I have 32 people in my Model Arab League program this year. That's almost 5% of the entire student body. This program has a tremendous impact on our college. The most famous thing probably about our institution is our School of Music. It's basically a conservatory. Uh, it is internationally renowned. And it is the main fishing area where I draw my students from. The, so I have, I, I joke when I go off to model, I said, oh yeah, I'm just bringing a bunch of singers, piano players, and fiddlers with me to, uh, to uh, uh, involve ourselves in model Arab League. But, that's, but that is the truth. We draw students, not just from history and political science, we draw students from every, uh, every area of the college, from accounting through zoology. And through, with a great large number of them uh, from the School of Music. I say this because this is the kind of thing that students of all kinds of backgrounds can uh, develop. I'm well past retirement age, don't plan on retiring for another 20 years, as long as I can physically keep on doing it, because every year there's going to be a group of young freshmen coming in that I can start molding and shaping those people to be leaders of the next generation. And Model Arab League is my major tool in doing, in, in doing that. It's exciting to watch, Just we had our tryouts about a month ago, to watch those freshmen as they have developed in the short, the short month, how they have developed and seeing them improve their abilities, their confidence, their skills. It's a beautiful thing to watch. It's an even more beautiful thing to watch at the end of the year when those first year people, what they have done going through several models and the, the, where they are at that point. And then after four years uh, to see what, how that student has, has developed. I've said it many, many times that give me a student, give me two students of equal ability, actually give me one that's tw twice as good as, as the other one. Put one through model program, the lesser one, put the other one who might be twice as good, not through the program, and I guarantee you the student that graduates will be twice as good. The opportunities that, uh, to develop, to, um, to, for, of research, of standing on one's feet and discussing, of gaining that confidence, these are skills that are incredibly important for our, our generation. As John said, leadership development. This is leadership development, and I'm very proud to be in, uh, involved in it. I want to just, uh, one more thing I wanted to say. I'm going, um, my two head delegates are here somewhere out there. Uh, they didn't come with me. They came on their own. They were going to drive just because they wanted to be here in, in this part of the process. They were going to drive all night. I understand they found a cheap flight so they didn't have to drive all night. But I'd like to have them stand up because if some of you are at the table, um, just you may want to be asking questions to them. So uh, Julie and uh, right there are. These are my two head delegates responsible for developing and preparing and getting this delegation uh, ready. I might, say all, I might just say all, while I'm talking about the program, uh, John mentioned I've been a Malone fellow. I've been on seven or eight National Council uh, trips as Malone Fellow, directing a couple of them, and looking forward very much to, in about another month, going to Qatar uh, on that trip. So, and many of my students, large number of students, have availed themselves of these, uh, of these travel opportunities, which is another, uh, another tremendous aspect of this program. But I'm going to conclude by, by saying uh, this. I'm going to introduce, uh, I'm going to introduce uh, just a moment. Um, Young lady, 
uh, sitting at the end of the, uh, the, uh, of the aisle here, or into the table here, Kaylee Bolt. Kaylee is a world-class opera singer. She has sung in Italy. I have heard her. Believe me, she is world-class. She's one of those types out of, the, out of our school of music. Unfortunately, and I will embarrass her a bit, Kaylee chickened out on her way to try out in her freshman year for the model program. She chickened out on it. Uh, by some good fortune, my good fortune, I think her good fortune, circumstances allowed her to actually uh, join the delegation. She went on to become one of the outstanding uh, people we've had in the program. I don't think she did not, she, she won an award in every, the top award in every competition she was in. Then she went to chairing, she won best chair. She capped off her career as the last year's the Secretary General of the National, of the National Model. She has been to Saudi Arabia through the program. She served in a summer internship with the American Muslim Family Council in Brooklyn. Uh, and now she is working for the, the National Council. This is just one example of the, kind of, thing, of the kind of opportunity. Let me simply say this. For those of you out here who are sponsors, if you want to have an impact on changing the next generation of students in so many, many ways, this is a good way to be allocating your resources. If you're a faculty member, this is a, this is a teaching venue of the highest order that I strongly, strongly advise uh, your participation in. Like I say, 27 years, and it's been a great 27 years, and frankly, all going well, 27 more. Friend of my, a friend of mine said, Joe, you don't deserve to be surrounded by all those beautiful young women. And I said, absolutely, yes, I do. When I came to Converse 39 years ago, my hair was jet black. And look what they've done to me. I deserve to be surrounded by beautiful women. And I'm going to call on one of those beautiful women right now. If she has a word or two to say about, uh, about the program, Kaylee Bolt. Good afternoon, everybody. Um, like Dr. Dunn said, and thank you for that introduction. Uh, my name is Kaylee Bolt. Um, I am a program associate here at the National Council on U.S.-Arab Relations, a graduate of Converse College in Spartanburg, South Carolina, where I did double major in music and political science, uh, combining two things that I love very much. Um, and I'm also a four-year alumna of the Model Arab League program, to which Dr. Dunn was speaking. Um, just to add a few sentences about the impact that the Model Arab League has had on my life, and I'm sure countless other students' lives, is that you're gaining a plethora of very useful real-world skills, whether or not you move on to a career um, in Middle Eastern policy or American foreign policy. Uh, like Dr. Dunn said, a variety of students will um, join the program, a variety of majors, and the skills that you gain from participating in the program are universal. Uh, for instance, not only are you learning public speaking skills, um, you're learning how to research, you're learning uh, how to be diplomatic, how to network, how to uh, write draft resolutions, uh, but most of all, uh, you use these skills, you know, in a public forum um, to kind of serve your community as a writer, as a researcher, as a speaker. But I think the most important thing that comes from the Model Arab League is a sense of personal confidence. Uh, you, you become 
sure of yourself that you can handle any situation that's thrown at you, no matter if it's last minute, if it's something you prepared for. Uh, and I think that is one of the most important skills that you can learn in life um, that can make you successful in whatever career you choose to uh, you choose for yourself. Um, uh, the last thing I want to say is that um, I can't tell you where I will be in 10 years. I know I'm here right now in DC working with the National Council, an opportunity that I'm very grateful for um, and that I only learned about through participating in the Model Arab League program. But I can certainly tell you that because of my participation in the Model Arab League, um, I am confident that no matter where I go, no matter uh, what career path I choose, that I will be successful from the skills that I have learned. So I also encourage you, if you're in a position to start a team at your institution or encourage a friend or colleague to start a team, please do so because you have no idea the change that you can have um, in a student's life through their participation in the Model Arab League. Thank you.